The Washington Huskies were in the game of the week last week. They had a really close one against Oregon State. Really good game on Friday night. Dogs emerged victorious. Huge win for them. Uh, WSU curb stomped Stanford. And USC was in a surprisingly close game with Cal. We're going to talk about all that and more on this week's Eligible Receivers. He's Eric. I'm Warren. Let's start the show. Hello, blog fans. Well, you work all week on trying to identify who the eligible receivers are. This is Eligible Receivers, the show where we review last week's Pac-12 action, pick next week's Pac-12 games against the spread, and keep track of how we're doing on our picks over the course of the season. We'll save the UW game for last, so let's start off with... uh, your highest-ranked CFP Pac-12 team, Oregon, they played Colorado uh, in a game where Oregon was favored by like 32 points, and uh, they won by more than that. 49 to 10 winners for Oregon. Yeah, that's about right. I mean, they're very good. I'm never picking them. Yeah, they're very good. Colorado's very bad. They beat Colorado by a whole hell of a lot. By exactly how much they wanted to. Uh, Pretty much. And, yeah, that's about right. Yeah, they're set up for. They're playing uh, the Huskies this week, which I'm sure we will not talk a small amount about. Um, Next up, how about Washington State and Stanford? On the farm, right? Washington State's on the road. Uh, And, you know, I'm watching this game. Uh, You know, the kids' soccer was done for the day. Dogs weren't on. I was like, let's watch a little Pac-12 football. Cougs get out there. And... Uh, like with like seven minutes left in the first quarter, they're up twenty-one to zero. At yeah, halftime, they're up forty-two to seven. What? I saw John Wilner tweet something uh, uh, that this is the type of a game that gets coaches fired uh, everywhere but Stanford. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they've been terrible-ish all year with one, like, mark, like, one marked example, like, to the opposite, which was when they went to Notre Dame and won somehow. Like, Notre Dame, who just curb-stomped Clemson. Yeah, Uh, go figure that. That Notre Dame team. So, I mean, outside of that, like, this is pretty much who Stanford is. They're, like, they're horrible. And USC, I think, or uh, WCU, excuse me, the only thing you can say about them is that, like, they found an offense this week. Like, they found it. They had, they've been looking for it all year, and then they found it. Yeah, and they found it. I mean, did they, though? I mean, because, like, from a yardage standpoint, it's not overwhelming. They uh, did, Look at the points. Look at the points. So many points. Yeah, I mean, that's all it is, is that they got uh, – I, I mean, I honestly don't even know where the points came from in this game. Was it just, like, fumbles or something? Like, where did they come from? Because Washington State throws for barely 200 yards. Now, to be fair, they rushed for, like, 270 or something. But, like, you know, that's that's good. But it's not, uh, you know, it's not like a 500-yard passing day like you see sometimes. Well, they don't, like, their quarterback doesn't throw the ball past the line of scrimmage, so he's not going to throw it for 500 yards. Yeah. So I guess, I mean, but yeah, I mean, 16 rushes for 166 yards, that'll play for Nakia Watson. Uh, and yeah, I mean, they had they had three rushers uh, who had over 10 yards of carry. So uh, for my money, whatever, Stanford quit is what I'm seeing. I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, those absolute bums, dude. 
They've had a rough season. They've earned they've earned the right to quit this year. Good for them. Yeah, that's true. A little respect for them. How about uh, Utah and Arizona? Uh, the Utes were decent-sized favorites in this game, but Arizona's had the ability to score points. Uh, not so fast, my friend. Utah, they were up 28-10 uh, to 10 at the half, and they run away 45-20. to 20. Just, uh, just dominant. I mean, Another we're talking, uh, what, you know, safety and a touchdown at the end to Arizona to, like, put a little lipstick on it, but killed them. Another bad game, if we're, if we're being honest. A terrible game. Yeah, Utah, Arizona did not did not show up to this game. Utah crushed them. Yeah, they didn't bring like their their point scoring operation. Now here's a game that's also a bad game, right? But it, but I hope you had the over UCLA fifty, Arizona State thirty six. I mean this this was a six point game uh, with under five minutes to go in the fourth quarter before UCLA gets the touchdown. Uh, in two-point conversion to make the final margin 14. Yeah. Do we care? I mean, well, it's hard to say. With, it's hard to say with UCLA whether we care or not. You know, like, they seem to be, like, decent. They've lost they one great. game. They've got a, a very reasonable path to the Pac-12 title game. It's true. I don't know. Like, I, it's just hard to – it's just, like, hard to tell. Like – I mean, they're ten, ten and a half point favorites. They won by more than that, so you got to say like they did what they were supposed to do. But I just like I'm just never like I'm never overwhelmed with like UCLA. I'm never just like, man, they're good. I'm just like, oh, all right, UCLA is better this year than they have been, you know? Yeah, I will say that this Trenton Borgay guy who Arizona State didn't even know they had until their regular quarterback got injured against Washington. 349 yards through the air and a you know decent offensive performance here. Clearly Again. their best player on offense. Yeah. I mean, this <laughs> guy is just flat out a very decent player, and they were starting the wrong guy. Yes, 100%. All right. Um, how about uh, the Calabarnia Forns and USC? Uh, Cows had trouble scoring. Uh, in this game, this is one where going into the fourth quarter, USC is like, we got him put to bed. We're up 20. They end yeah. up winning by six. Yeah, no good, dude. If yeah. you're betting the spread, at least, it's no good. 21 dude. fourth quarter points for Cal. 21 and a half point spread here. USC's up 20 going into the fourth. Like, if you bet USC, you got to feel good about that. You know, like your odds. Your odds are you're going to win that fourth quarter, but they didn't. They lost it terribly. Yeah. Why would I cash this ticket out? It's free money at the yeah. full price. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not. They left the back door wide open. They did, dude. You can't do that. You can't. Yeah. Let's short. Let's think about our get the gambling public here. You know what I mean? Well, I'm just like Cal. I mean, it's like it's to me. This is like the definition of like empty calories for Cal. You know? Yeah. Like, great, great guys. You got within six USC. Like, did they win? No. Were they ever like gonna win? No. You know, like this is just more like Justin Wilcox. I'm off the bandwagon, dude. I. He's a great, he's a good coach, I guess. I don't know. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's not. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Based on what? <laughs> Maybe he's a good coordinator. Maybe that's the way to phrase it. Yeah. Is like more accurate. But like, this is just like, this is a bunch of bullshit. Like if you bet Cal going into the game, like you're happy with the result, but like, Cal was never going to win this game. They just, they just closed strong. I guess, I guess you can wonder about USC, but I don't even know that you worry that much about them. Like, they did their job. They were up big going to the fourth quarter. They won the game. Like, I don't know. 
Yeah, I don't. I mean, it's, I'm just not moved by it. I, I I suppose I'm impressed that Cal, I guess, didn't quit. But yeah, it's not like USC was ever in danger. Yeah, empty calories, dude. Like Wilcox gets no credit for me from this. All right. Uh, last up, Washington, Oregon State on Friday night in Husky Stadium. Uh, t- terrible weather. And you were you were great. you can speak to that. You were there. Yeah, it wasn't great. It wasn't wasn't that much. It wasn't awesome. Uh, really close game. Uh, my as I'm watching this game play out, I'm thinking like. Oregon State's more ready to play today. Their players are meaner. They're more physical. Uh, and then they put themselves in a position in the first half where they had like three trips to the red zone and only scored on one of them. And it just let UW hang around and hang around. And then it, it's not it's not even like Oregon State lost the onus here, but Washington was like extremely extremely uh, blessed to go into halftime only down seven. Yep. Uh, And then, uh, yeah, I mean, and then it was just like the Washington show late. I mean, the the drive that Washington had at the end of this game that started on like their own three or four yard line. Yep. Marched the entire length of the field to kill it. And it took like four minutes. Glorious. I mean, I mean, it was just a, as as beautiful as it could be, an eighteen play drive that started on their three yard line, which yeah, they I gained ninety two yards, messed up the clock at the end. I think probably, yeah, yeah, <laughs> to leave twelve seconds on it. But you know they got a chippy field goal. Uh, and my takeaway for this game, if I'm Washington, is we just threw for two hundred ninety eight yards in that. You know, give me. Give me any kind of normal weather conditions, and we're throwing for a thousand yards. UW stole this game, dude. We stole it. Yeah, you basically just called it out, right? Like that entire first half was just poor field position. They should have scored. They didn't. They were running all over us, but they couldn't capitalize. Should have been down multiple scores. Was only down one. You know, like, and then. And then it's just like, it's like the ultimate example of like, do not let a team hang around because you never know what might happen. And the last, or well, penultimate, I guess, drive of the game because they got one at the end. But penultimate drive of the game, they they let Michael Penix, you know, get the ball. And he did a fantastic job of driving the, UW, like driving the Huskies down the field. It's like exactly worst case scenario if you're an Oregon State fan. Which is you fail to co- like to you know convert multiple times throughout the course of the game, and at the very end, against the longest odds possible, UW converts you know three third downs and goes 92 yards, kicks a field goal, like you know this this game to me was more about like what Oregon State didn't do than what UW did do, but at the end of the day. Because I'm a UW fan, I don't give a fuck about that, any of that. Like, I'm just like, hey, we won. Like, we beat these guys because we should beat these guys because they're Oregon State, you know? Yeah. I was there. I was where I was at the place you just talked about up until that drive at the end. To me, that was like, that was assertive, you know? Like, that was yeah. something that Washington did. Now, yeah. obviously, Oregon State, you know, allowed the conditions that put Washington in a position where this was a possibility. But, uh, uh, but yeah, up until that point, I mean, Oregon State's secondary was so mean. 
They were their defense was like hitting harder than our guys. They looked like they were more up for it than us, uh, which was shocking. And then it's like you know you're just like, well, hell, it's still one score game. It's still one score game. Oh, it's tied. Oh wait, we got the ball with a chance to go ahead. And that drive, I mean, it was just, uh, uh, you know, you could write uh, epic poems about it. It's 100, 100 years of you and I watching Husky football, and 99 of those years, that drive ends in us punting and them getting good field position, and that's it. And and this was the time that that didn't happen, and it was fantastic. It was fucking epic. Yeah, it was great. I mean, it's it's it was an absolute dream come true. And uh, how about let's chalk it up another uh, another close win uh, for Kalen DeBoer, you know? Kalen DeBoer, I mean, Penix, Phoenix played really well on that last drive. Cam Davis had some fucking huge plays there. Got to give credit to the defense that, I mean, basically gave up 14 points in that game, right? Because one of them was a pick six, which was horrendous. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I mean, it's hard to even bitch about it if you're a UW fan because – it kind of like broke your way, you know, like again, but I would just, I would be furious if I was an Oregon state fan and, and I watched that game and like, you should have won that game by 21 points and then you lose it somehow. Yeah. Now all of a sudden after the hiccups against uh, UCLA where Washington got beat and then at Arizona state where they just inexplicably lost a game, they had no business losing uh, to this backup quarterback. Cause he turned out to be a good player. Uh, yeah. You know, they're right back with three wins in a row. Uh, the last two of them, one score wins, uh, which is something we hadn't seen out of DeBoer yet. Uh, and so, yeah, I'm loving it, dude. We're great. We're up to seven wins and it, and like a, like a quiet chance to be special. It's all going to come crashing down this week, but you know, for yeah. a second, yeah. <laughs> it feels good. It's so, uh, good. how'd we do on the picks last week? Well, we didn't do good. This is the deal. We never really do that well. Yeah. That's what I've noticed. Kellen, like went four, Kellen went four and two. Okay. That's the best. Uh, Tubby went one and five. Because he inexplicably chose not to pick the Utah-Arizona game. So that yeah. didn't help. Uh, I don't know why he didn't pick that one. Uh, I can't, I can't pick it, dude. I can't do it, dude. <laughs> so we're all in the middle. We're all in the middle there, like, other than those two. And, uh, yeah, we're all, like... Like, basically, yeah, Tubby's kind of out of it, 34 and 37. Josh is two two games up, I remember, at 42 and 29. And all the rest of us are, like, at 40 and 31 or 39 and 32. It's, like, kind of, like, all bunched up right there. Am I in there? Or am, am I at 39 and 32? Yeah, you're 39 and 32. Did I, did I do, like, two and four or three and three? You went three and three. You had the you had the Cougs, you had the Utes, and the UCLA. Love it, dude. Lost you, you lost USC buffs and UW. Yeah, Which, I mean, like you can't really even fault you for UW because like that's just rules of the pod kind of thing. Yeah. So really, you went like four and two. If I, I had just picked Oregon in every game this year, I'd be leading, and I and I won't do it as a matter of principle at this point. Good for you, dude. Don't yeah. fucking fuck them. All right, yeah. let's go to this week's games. Let's start off with Friday night, uh, Colorado. In USC, this is a mismatch, and Vegas agrees. This is the biggest line I think I've seen this year. USC by 34 points. So many points. 34 and a half now? Is it? I had 34 when I looked, but... I don't know. I guess there's one. Let's do 34, I guess. Let's go with that. Uh, uh, Buffs, dude. It's too many points. <laughs> so many points. Um... Damn, Th- think so... about USC just letting in these garbage touchdowns against Cal, not trying. I'm doing it. I'm going to take USC. 
All right, next. <laughs> uh, I clicked off the thing. What's the next game? Uh, we got WSU at home, ASU there in the Palouse. WSU eight point favorites somehow. That seems I don't know. I get I'm scarred because of my trip to ASU, so it's hard for me to fully like internalize that. But seems like WSU is getting a lot more credit than I feel like they're due. I'm I'm taking ASU. Cougs. There you go. I like the ASU pick, especially because I think their offense is like legitimate now with this quarterback that they have. But uh, uh, it up. Got it. That brings us uh, home team, Oregon State away team, California favored teams, Oregon State by fourteen points. Uh, I'll t- I'll take the Beavs in this one. I I honestly thought the Beavs looked great. I mean, I'm I'm kind of I'm still surprised they didn't win the game against Washington. They should have won, dude. I would be very upset if I was an Oregon State yeah. fan. This is like the ultimate example of your tried and true principle of like the outcome mirrors the expectation of the fan base. And if there's one thing that's true in Pac-12 football, it's that like UW beats OSU. Like, yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah. So they they were better. They were more physical. They should have scored a hundred points. They appeared to stop us on every drive. I, it's a miracle to me that UW somehow won that game. Yeah, incredibly enjoyable that we hung in. Yeah, I mean, it speaks – I honestly honestly think it, like, it really speaks well of Kalen DeBoer that we did win that game. Yeah. Um, but I'm with you. I, I'm, I'm Oregon State on this one. All right, Utah and Stanford. Utah are 24-point favorites against the Stanford team that has uh, – Wait borderline cease to operate yeah like not 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 playing football so much anymore they're an olympic sports school dude yep utah man yeah i'm with you dude they like that that game last week to, to wsu is is the the death knell for me for stanford yeah uh then next up we got arizona at ucla ucla are 19 and a half point favorites I'm going to say, I liked your reasoning last week with Arizona, that they score, uh, even though they didn't do it against Utah. I don't think UCLA is on Utah's level defensively. I like Arizona to get inside this number. All right. Well, I picked Arizona last week, and they burned me, so I'm going to go on the other side of them this week and pick UCLA. Why not? Yeah. Sure thing. And that leaves us with the greatest rivalry that the Pac-12 has to offer, Washington and Oregon. Uh, Washington snuck into the absolute back of the CFP rankings this week at 25. It's going to be a brief cameo. Uh, Oregon are favored by 13 and a half points. Uh, to me, uh, th- there's a – I just haven't seen it, anything that would suggest to me Washington has the ability to win this game. Uh, if I was trying to draw out the reasons it might happen, it would require a sloppy effort by Oregon, which I don't foresee, uh, because – one thing I've always credited them with since we started doing this podcast is uh, organizationally, they understand that they may not lose this game. They do, man. I'm with you. Like I, There's 0% chance in my mind that UW wins this game. Yeah. Um, like, you know, rules of the pod, we'll pick it. But, like, they – they just don't lose this game. They they expect to win it. It's it's ingrained in them. Kalen DeBoer this week was like, oh, every speaking engagement I go to UW, they talk about the importance of beating Oregon. And I'm like, ah, it's not good enough for me. I don't, I don't think you understand. And I, you don't I, understand. I, yeah. I thought, yeah. Honestly, if he gets curb stomped in this one, it might be good for us. Yeah. it's just it's You just need like, to learn to hate them. There's just nothing. There's nothing that millions need to believe that you – 
like barring an absolute miracle on the defensive side of the ball, I don't think UW can stop their offense. Their defense is crazy aggressive. It will eventually yield a stop, and then it's over. Like that's just it's just once that happens, it's just like they're just gonna lean on you and you're done. I'm checking our weather forecast. Looks solid. That's not good for us, but okay. No, that's fine, dude. We want it. We want to be able to throw. 15% chance of rain, high of 49, low of 34, six mile an hour winds. We need Bo Nix to like <laughs> stub his toe in like the pre like the, the warm ups. Well, that's the X factors is this is a guy that has over his career. I mean, he's like just, you know, uh, prancing through the Pac 12, you know, like yeah, having an yeah. absolute frolic. Heisman esque season. Yeah. But, like, uh, you know, in the past when he was playing a competitive game every week and people turned the screws on him, this is a guy that regularly would collapse. That's in there still. You know? We got to find it somewhere, dude. We got to get We got to find it somewhere. So, if I was going to say, what does a Washington win look like in this game? Is that one, uh, Washington's offense is good enough to score on anybody, including Oregon. I don't think Oregon's defense is that great. No. But it's all about just Washington getting out there. Hot, a uh, couple bone nicks plays, and then just hang on for dear life. You know, it's like you just got to score every time. Washington's going to need uh, what WSU needed to beat Oregon, which is uh, 50 points. Yeah, I agree with that. And Washington can do that. You know, like we're a better offense in WSU, and WSU put up like 44 on these guys. Let's do it, man. We got them. Yeah, we got it. Free win. Go, dogs, baby. Yeah. We're going to lose. <laughs> All right. That is it for this week. Yep. That is for this week's episode of Eligible Receivers. Uh, For Eric, I'm Warren. Thanks for listening, everybody. We will see you next week. Bye.